All right, all right, all right. Peace. Peace and blessings. Greetings and salutations. This is King Dreamy and the Creamy Dreamy Show. Welcome, Quentin, Master Oracle. So excited to have you here. Thank you so much. And today, for our listeners, I'm so excited to have Master Oracle here. We are going to be talking about spirituality and money. This is the first of the four-part series of and spirituality. So we will be discussing money. We'll be discussing education, law, and many other things. And so we're going to get right into it. The reason why I wanted to have these conversations um, for those that are listening is to focus on areas of our lives as spiritual practitioners or mundane to kind of focus on what we need to get our lives together. Really, that's what it is. You want money? Let's talk about it. And we have a special <laughs> person on here that is the money person. So what do you have for our listeners to understand about bringing wealth and bringing abundance and bringing um, riches into their life? Wow. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so I have um, definitely made it a study of uh, awareness around prosperity, around prosperity consciousness, realizing that prosperity is not just about money, uh, even though that's kind of going to be the focus of this conversation, but prosperity is what I call having exactly what you need when you need it. Yes. Okay. Prosperity is having whatever you need when you need it. And if that's a parking spot, if that's uh, uh, good health, if that's a uh, boo, if that's a whatever, prosperity is having exactly what you need when you need it. Now, of course, the topic of this conversation is going to be focused around money, but I want us to have a broader viewpoint of this and understand that when we talk about money, I'm, I'm talking about value. I'm not just talking about dollars and cents. I'm not just talking about coins and paper uh, or ones and zeros in a computer somewhere. I'm actually talking about value and the value that you bring or the value that's afforded to you. And when you are able to tap into that viewpoint of money, of finances, of wealth, of success, of riches, of prosperity, when you're able to tap into it as understanding of value, it becomes, I, I believe, a fuller, it gives a fuller picture of what it really means to be successful, especially as it relates to spirituality. So we're going to dive, I guess, deep into that today. So I want to talk about uh, uh, these, the the way prosperity first and foremost mm-hmm. is recognized, not obtained, but recognized. I think in school or in college or whatever, we kind of are given this idea that we have to obtain success or obtain prosperity, and I think that's a bit of a misnomer because prosperity is everywhere. Yes. The universe itself is abundant. The, I, I don't have to be, I don't have to look for prosperous trees or prosper, you know, it, like I can see the abundance of nature. I can see the abundance of life that is on this planet. I was just listening to a song before this um, call and it talks about a million trees swaying in the wind. It's a song called Architecture. Uh, a million trees swaying in the wind and 
it's almost almost unfathomable to imagine what that would feel like or what that would look like to see a million trees just swaying in the wind, back and forth, back and forth. That is abundance. And when we, again, kind of start to shift our mind to think about success and prosperity as not an attainable, but as an actuality, it gives us a richer viewpoint. And I like that word rich, you know. So, <laughs> so you're saying in a sense, be what it is that you desire to have or become that. Is that, is that the, the context of that? Yeah, as a as a so so thank you for because I was going to go into the beingness of things in a second, but thank you for breaking that up because think about it this way: uh, Scripture says uh, when asked God, God was asked, "Well, who are you? Which God are you? What are you?" And uh, the God of the Bible said it this way: "I am that I am," mm. and the actual phraseology in <laughs> get this. In the magical uh, viewpoint, the magical words, I am that I am, it really meant I come to be that which I come to be. Exactly. Uh, And so I come to be that which I come to be. And so when you start to look at this thing from a bigger viewpoint than just dollars and cents, coins and paying bills and pay your car note and got to, you know, get this food in and whatever, whatever. When you look at it from a bigger sense, you start to realize that you come to be that. See, we don't want, we don't just want success. We want to be successful. We don't just want prosperity. We want to be prosperous. We don't just want riches, but we want to be rich. It's, it's, it's a beingness that we're becoming. And the havingness is something that we ultimately attain because we started with the beingness. When you become rich or when you become successful, when you become prosperous, you get to have riches, have success, have prosperity. And that's kind of what I think the focus of when we talk about money and spirituality, that's kind of where I want us to start. And I appreciate you putting in that context. And that's why I ask in that, because the importance, especially for me on my journey and stepping in my power and just, I had a phenomenal reading um, on Instagram. I was doing some things, but these are the messages spiritually that are being awakened in all of us. Whether you're spiritual or not, Monday, when you have these moments of understanding how to resonate and be and become that, when you're looking at people walking in their their accomplishments, what does it take to get there? And that's the focus of having these conversations and having the Master Oracle here is talking about first what that means to be, to embody that, and then getting people to understand what it takes spiritually to (laughs) get to that point of being rich. I love abundance. Abundance is my word. Rich is his word. But I'm going to go ahead and let him get into that. And so I think everybody is listening because we're going to start getting into some deep things of spiritual because spiritual is everything. It is being. It is all. It is all things. And so um, I appreciate you breaking that down in that context. So so you're you're so perfect on on it as, as it relates to what it takes. I like how you said that. What does it take to to be successful? What does it take to be prosperous? What does it take to be rich? Uh, what does it take to be abundant? You know, uh, we said something earlier, I come to be that which I come to be, or I am becoming that which I am becoming, right? 
And we already talked about the beingness part. Like, okay, 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 Oracle, I got to be prosperous. I have to be successful. I have to be rich. I have to be abundant in my own thinking, in my own consciousness, in my own awareness. That's wonderful. But look at the word. It says, I come to be that which I come to be, or I am becoming that which I am becoming. So the first part of prosperity, riches, success, money is be. That's the first part. But the second part is come. Become. And so the second thing that we must do after we kind of achieve this beingness in our own awareness, I, you know, when you touch yourself and you love yourself and you say, oh my God, I am so rich. I'm so abundant. I'm so wonderful. I'm so grateful. I'm so what Everything. That's wonderful. But the second part of that is coming to show up. You see, in order, what does it take to to have riches, to have wealth, to have abundance, to have prosperity? What does it take to have it? Well, the second thing you have to do is show up. So we, we start to kind of get a little bit of a, a algorithm <laughs> set up here. I love that we, algorithm. We get, yeah, we get this algorithm set up where the universe is kind of operating this grand equation, and it doesn't have to be so uh, um, um, confusing. That there's this grand equation that we're living by. The first thing is B, this formula. The second thing is do. You got to come. You got to show up, right? You got to do something. Faith without work is dead. There you go. Faith without works is dead. Yeah. And then the third thing is have. Be, do, have. And when you kind of understand this order of existence, this order of existence. First I be, then I do, then I have. When you understand this order of existence, it kind of starts to make sense now. Like, wow, like I kind of get that. The problem is, is that most people have to live this thing in reverse. Most people have to kind of go the opposite way. Most people have to think about what they can have, right? Then they Mm -hmm. figure out what they got to do to get it. (laughs) right then they become what they have to do in order to get what they want so if if you think about um becoming successful most people think okay if i want to be successful i got to uh go to school you know become a doctor or a lawyer or whatever case may be which is fine and then once i become that then i'll get what i what i desire to have once i become that so becoming this is always kind of at the end but they think about what they want or what they desire first. And that's okay as long as you kind of start to understand that there's an equation that you're working out and you're living out. So when we think about money and spirituality, the reason why I love money, oh, I love money. <laughs> money loves me. The reason why I love money is because money really is the alchemical substance of our time. Think about alchemy. Think about how to transform lead into gold, how to turn something base into something magical, something substantive. When you think about money, money really is money really is the alchemical substance of our time. So think about it this way. If I'm hungry, right, 
and I desire food, I desire something to put on my stomach, I go into my money jar, whatever that little, whatever my thing is, it could be a bank account, could be under my mattress, wherever. I go in there and I pull out this magical alchemical substance thing and I go to whatever the vendors I want to go to, whatever the place I want to go to, and I exchange or transform that money for substance. Money is magical. And any of you who are spiritual practitioners, any of you who are coaches, psychics, seers, mystics, healers, uh, 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 anybody who are you who are, have had this idea of wanting to serve humanity, hear me, when you have this idea of wanting to serve, huma serve humanity, but for whatever reason, there's this pushback or pullback as it relates to money. Well, I don't know, Oracle, because I don't want to gouge my clients. And I don't know, Oracle, I don't want to do too much and I don't want to be too expensive. You know, people say stuff like this. I don't understand it, but they do. <laughs> There's this whole idea that to do, oh God, this is so weird, to do good work, one must do it for free. Uh, there's this idea that to do God's work, one must do it for free. Now, scripture does say, freely you have received, so freely give. This is the actual truth. Scripture actually does say this. Freely, talking about your gifts and stuff like that. Freely you have received, so freely give. Now, it says freely give. It don't say give for free. <laughs> Yeah. Freely means, freely means abundantly scatter it out put it out there throw it across the universe put it wherever you can freely give it freely give it out but not give it for free that's not what it says and so I want you to understand that when we talk about prosperity when we talk about success when we talk about abundance when we talk about wealth when we talk about riches when we talk about money what we're really talking about is something spiritual, something magical, something that, that has this, oppor this opportunity, hear me, that has this opportunity to show up for us and to bring, remember I said money really means value, right? And to bring this uh, uh, sense of value into our equation, into our experience. Now, don't get me wrong. When I do healing work for a client, the healing in and of itself is valuable to the person being healed. The healing in and of itself is valuable to the one that needs healing. So if the one, if, if you if you need healing and I come and heal you, then you got that value. But I didn't need that particular healing. That wasn't my thing. Okay, that's fine. So the way we do this, remember alchemy, the way we find, kind of figure out this whole alchemical exchange is we now say, well, how do I turn this lead into gold? How do I turn this broken thing into something whole? You do the work. And so the person, the individual, the, the one seeking the healing goes out and does the work that they have to do to bring back the substance or the means or the consideration of what the healer needs.
what you as a practitioner needs. See, money is not separate from spirituality. Money, is, just like everything, everything is spiritual. Everything is God. Everything, without exception. But we've been kind of duped. We've been duped to believe that money is separate from God, from spirit. And I, and I disagree. I 100% disagree. Now, over the years, money has changed, right? Just like anything. Over the years, money has changed. So before it might have been gold coins and silver coins or whatever. Then it became something else. Then it became something else. Uh, then it became dollars and cents, right? Coins and stuff like that. Not necessarily gold, but whatever they're made of today. And now it's becoming cryptocurrency. Isn't this something? <laughs> it's changing. That's okay. But if as long as you see the spiritual implication of it, I think you'll be okay. Does this make sense? Am I am I am I talking good? I appreciate you breaking it down like that. And for those that are listening, um, for me, this applies to the whole basis of energy exchange. When he talks about um, the value of things as we're going back to the beginning of time and that relationship, this is a value of ourself. But this is also because there's a price. There's there's a for every action, there's a reaction, and especially for spiritual people. You want to make sure that you are getting back what you're giving, your value, the exchange of things. And so it makes perfect sense. I, and, and this is the importance of having these conversations on all bases, spiritual or not, for people to understand their value so you can increase, so you can be abundant, so you can become rich and all those things. Because the more you understand your value, the more you understand the basis of money, the more you understand that spiritual connection, you can start increasing and, and, and getting everything that you're spiritually praying for, that you're wanting for, that you're striving for. But you have to go back to the beginning of this, break down those things and understand what's the importance. Yes, your gifts are going to be desired, but how much better would that be when you're abundantly blessed, or as the Master Oracle says, walking in riches, now you can do your work to a larger scale. Because mm -hmm. I just had this conversation with my mentor the other day, is if someone really values, they will support your service so they can continue getting the service that they're coming to you for. That's true appreciation. That's monetary exchange. That's value. If you value my service, then you're going to you're going to pay for that. You're going to feed into that so you can continue getting that service. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and you said it right. See, when you, when you step into riches, when you walk in riches and richness, when you walk in richness, you have to understand that money is a multiplier. Yes. Money is a multiplier. Anything you give your money to is going to multiply. If you go to McDonald's every day, they're going to open up more McDonald's. Am I lying? If you if you if you go down to the corner store and buy packs of cigarettes every day, they're gonna make more cigarettes. Everything you give your money to multiplies. And so when you believe and trust in and work with a pr practitioner, when you work with the psychic, when you work with the seer, when you work with healer, hell, when you work down over at the 7-Eleven, wherever you work, if if they really value you, they will pay you 
for what they value, not because it's just, oh, he's slaving away, toiling and toiling and toiling. No, they pay you because they value you because they want more of you. They want more of what you can do. They want more of your resources, of your energy, of your notion, of your ideas. They want more of you to show up. You know what? We really appreciate you. We want more from you. We want to elevate you to this next position. We want to, we want to, what do they call it? Promote you. We want to promote you to this next thing. Good. See, when they value you, they give you more and they elevate you to a higher standard in their experience, in their life, in their company, in their deal. So when he said that if you really get this thing down, and I hope you do, if you really get this thing down and you start to understand what prosperity really is about, which I'm going to teach on in one second. But when you really get it, that when you step in richness, what ends up happening is you get to multiply and that you multiply more and more people can be touched by your good, by the good work that you do. This is why scripture says, uh, uh, master teacher told them not to take any shoes. Don't take a sandal. Don't take no bag. Don't take nothing. Just you and a walking stick and you go. And you preach this good news. You do this good work. You move in this good manner. For a worker is worth his hire. A a healer is worth her hire. You are worth the hire. And I, 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 that's so phenomenal. Before you get into prosperity, I do want Mm -hmm. to go back and touch a little bit in your opinion and your experience in your teachings master oracle Mm -hmm. what is the reasoning for individuals not being able to get to that point of understanding what the spiritual connection to money is or what you just broke down what prevents a spiritual being um Mm -hmm from being able to have that connection and understanding their value in your teachings, if you're, you're teaching someone, what would be the first process of explanation that would, that you would explain on how a person breaks through that? Where does that come from? So, so are you ready for it? Cause you ain't gonna like it. So, so let me say, let me say this. the first thing that we teach that I teach a spiritual being to do when it comes to trying to understand prosperity and move from a place of prosperity, the first thing I teach is give it all away. Mm. It's the first thing I teach. And let me tell you why. See, whenever there's a stuck, whenever there's a stuck flow, whenever there's a, a, a ridge stopping you from having what it is that you desire. Something's stopping me. I feel stuck. I feel like I can't get it. Whatever, whatever. The problem is, is that you're too close. You're too attached. Thank you, Spirit. You're too attached to the, the thing. And so that because you're too attached to the idea of it or to the notion of it, or to the happiness of it, you, it's required for you to give it away. Let me tell you why. Uh, scripture says it is better to give than to receive. There's a reason why this is true. Because when you give something away, the universe loves a vacuum. It loves a vacuum. Because in because when you give something away, it has to fill that space with more. The universe has to do it. The universe cannot support a vacuum. And so therefore it loves it because it gets to, the universe gets to show up more when you've given more. 
See, the word prosperity, which is what I was going to say earlier, the word prosperity, if you really break the word down, is prospei, S-P-E-I, S-P-E-I, prospei. Pro meaning to, to, to project, to give out, to produce, to promote. Pro and in spay is where we get the word success, right? Special, something special, something successful, something something's worthy, right? So to be prosperous does not mean gimme, 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 get, 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 mine, mine, mine. That's not what prosperity means. Prosperity actually means to produce success, to promote success, to give success. See, if you want to be successful, and you get this as a, as a spiritual uh, practitioner, if you want to be successful, you have to make other people successful. Mm-hmm. If you want to be healed, you got to heal others. <laughs> it's how it works. I didn't make up the law. I just enforce it. See, if you want to, this is why I'm always talking about prosperity. I'm always saying you are very, very rich. This is why I'm always doing that because the more, the more I encourage you to move towards your richness, the richer I become, baby. And it works when you work it. <laughs> Believe me, I know. <laughs> See, when you when you stand in this place of awareness, that that uh, if I thank you, Spirit, when you give it all away. And I'm not talking about just, you know, uh, how do I say this? I'm not talking about just uh, uh, throw your money out in the street or, you know, whatever, whatever. I'm saying being strategic because God's work with strategy, right? God's work with, with systems. God is not, uh, I hate the whole thing about what they say, random acts of kindness. Have you heard this before? A random acts of kindness. It's the stupidest thing in the world. Like, <laughs> it is. Because, because nothing that God does is random. God is not random. And if I am that I am, if I am that, I cannot be random. I need to be systematic. I need to be orderly. I need to be a God of order. Who am I talking to? Because when I start to get moved from a space of order, I now system, I do, do systematic thinking. I set up my giving. I set up my strategy. I set up my investments. Hello? I set it up. And when I set it up strategically, when I set it up systematically, when I set it up deliberately, it comes back to me tenfold. I didn't make up the law, I just enforced it. See, if you understand the principle of giving, what you'll understand is that that you cannot help but to receive because the universe has to fill that void. And when you, so, so you, ask, you ask the question, how does one get all of, out of that space? How does one get over that hump? Give it away. Give it away. Put it out there. Make it go. Make, make something happen. Listen, listen, if you ain't got two nookers to rub together, you ain't got but one, then I would rather you do something valuable with the one. Do you, you understand what I'm saying? And no, that's and, and that's the reason why for those that are listening, I wanted him to break that down because that is, is exactly true. You must feed fuel the things that you desired. Um, I of course, you know, you know me, I'm a person of order. Everything in my entire life from the moment I was a child, I have been strategizing and planning out. But you must feed those things. I, I, I always tell people it, it, it takes money to make money. 
And it doesn't mean that you're just out here foolishly just doing things, but no, have a plan. Even in spirituality, when we're doing rituals or we manifesting things, all that stuff is, is strategically and spiritually moved in a certain way to bring what we need in. And so, yes, I, I want the listeners to understand what that means, how that's broken down and the context behind that. Because to get things, you must give things. And that's the whole point. I mean, for me, every action is a reaction. And that's the same thing in spirituality as energy beings. We're giving out what we're wanting to receive or we're putting in or what context you want to break that down. That's exactly what Master Oracle was explaining. So continue on. Yes. Ashe, Ashe. Yeah. And, and, this is, and it's beautiful when you really think about it. Because if if the majority of us, and everybody's not going to be like this, but if the majority of us really understood our purpose, I'm going to talk about that in a second. If we really understood our purpose and we, we expressed from that awareness, from that knowingness of who I am and the purpose of which, by which I am here, then if we all stood in that, I call it true will, in Thelema, it's called true will. In the magical realms, it's called true will. When you operate in your true will or your dharma, your divine purpose, what ends up happening is everything around you actually works better. It really does. Mm-hmm. Yes. Your, 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 your life looks better. Your home looks better. Your, your, your health looks better. Your finances look better. Your love life looks better. Everything works because you're operating in true will. Now, it, it, in... Uh, contrast to somebody operating outside of their true will where they might have money, they might have substance, they might have, oh, high on the hog, they say. What do you say? You said high on the hog, but you're still on the hog. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? You're still sitting on the hog. What do you say? You're the biggest rat in the rat race. You're still a rat. Exactly. Okay, so what happens is, is that when you start to move in your true will, your true purpose, one thing I love about spirit is that spirit always gives us the opportunity for freedom. Yes. Hear me, because this is so important. If you look at tarot, the tarot card, the the devil card actually represents self-imposed bondage, the devil card. The devil card represents deceit and a whole bunch of different other things. But one of the things that I, I really often talk about when I see the devil card is self-imposed bondage. That we keep ourselves bound by this deception, by this trickery, by this, this lack of understanding, lack of communication of true will. So spirit always offers us the opportunity of freedom. You can go to work every single day at your job. And if it is in alignment with your true will, whom you re- who you really are, that I am, that I am, the one that, that, that uh, I, I come to be, that which I come to be, if you're operating in true harmony with that viewpoint of who you are, knowing that this is who I am, period. This is who I am. I know it. I know that this job is who I am. If that's you, wonderful. You go to work every day, and baby, I tell you what, you are the richest person in the world. But if you go to work every day and something in your spirit tells you, this ain't really me. 
like this thing. I mean, I like it. I enjoy my job, and I like the people I work with, and you know what I'm saying. But this ain't really me. I give you or submit to you that there is an opportunity for freedom. There's an opportunity for you to get free to be. Remember, I said the first thing in understanding prosperity, riches, abundance, wealth, is beingness. That you have an opportunity to be and then become. Remember, I said become. And when you take this, uh, um, thank you, Spirit. I think scripture says you have to buy out the opportune time. The opportune mm-hmm. time. The, the word there is optonomai. Uh, in the Greek, optonomai. Optonomai is where we get the word opportunity, which is where we get the word optics, like the eye, like optometrist. You go to the optometrist to check out your eyeball, right? Yeah. Optonomai means, it means to see the precise time to do something, even though the time doesn't seem conducive. Mm-hmm. You have to buy out the opportune time. To see the precise time, that's the precise time to do it. When, when spirit told you to quit, <laughs> that was the precise time to quit. Even though the uh, even though the situation, the circumstances, your finances, your cat, even though it might have said, well, how, how are we going to eat? What are we going to do? If you see the opportunity there, then spirit might, I believe does, have something greater in store. But most of us get, remember I said the devil card, most of us kind of stay stuck in this self-imposed bondage. And it's only when you rebuke that enemy, when you rebuke that inner me, that mini me that says, how I'm gonna live, how I'm gonna eat, what I'm supposed to do. How I'm... When you rebuke that energy and you hold true to what is right, when you that's when you succeed. That's when you can say, I am free. God, you're so good. I'm going to go back and listen to this myself. <laughs> and what he is talking about, for those that are listening, are very important in building your success, in growing spiritually, is knowing when to especially as he broke down tarot. So tarot is divination. It's one form. It's many forms of it. But in being able to see and perceive and understand and open your mind to the the questions that you're spiritually asking yourself. You're trying to make money. You want to understand how to make money and where to go, but you're not listening to the signs and paying attention to things or when it tells you to move so you can literally get the things that you're asking for. Um, this is what he's breaking down at this moment in that. And Tara and Divination are that. They're opportunities mm-hmm. to see, gauge, ask questions so you can know what to do so you can receive and move in that. Sometimes yeah. we end up putting ourselves in situations or staying in situations that longer. I just literally did a reading about this not too long ago about things like you did the work. Now it's time for you to understand what you need to do to get there. Like you done put in this time, you done put in this work, you done ask all these questions, but you're not listening to yourself. You're not listening to what's going on. You're not listening to the universe. And so to make money, you got to make good decisions. Ooh, that's just part, all, all in my head just blew out. To make good money, to be abundant, to be rich, 
you you have to start thinking in a different way. Being, being is the thought aspect in, in how I break it down. Being is mind, moving with everything in the exact way. You want to be rich, you want to have money, so you need to be that which you want, that which what you need. And sometimes spiritually, that's what you do. You go, you you ask those questions, or you go to the master oracle, or you go to me, or you go to someone and you get those, but then you don't listen. And mm-hmm. so then you're stuck in the situation and you're initially putting yourself in that own situation. Yeah. And and, and this is why I believe that uh, tarot or divination in general, uh, regardless of the technique, I believe that divination is so important. What I teach my seekers is that divination is for the purpose of insight and foresight insight and foresight so with so so if you're trying to deal with this question and you say you know what i really want to see if i should quit my job should i quit my job right now should i quit my job right now should i should i do something different should i start that business should i write that book should i do this whatever the question is going on in your mind right by by taking a moment and connecting with a, a gifted seer, a gifted psychic, gifted oracle, gifted whatever, but you you take a moment and you say, let me get some insight into this, this matter. Where is this coming from? Why am I thinking this way? Why am I feeling this way? What what's happening here? And there's some foresight that if I make this choice, what could that look like? If I decide to go down this road, what could happen for me? And you start to kind of get this thing to kind of play out, right? The beautiful thing about divination is that you always come out from an intuitive perspective. You come out with a a new perspective. See, I tell people all the time, I don't control your life and neither do the cards, right? Right. Neither does astrology. Listen, you are a free will spiritual being. You don't nothing control you but you. However, comma, what is true is that through uh, significance through symbolism, symbolism, through understanding and through being able to divine and to see and to perceive into some things, you can come out with a new perception or a perspective and that new perspective can inform your new journey. See, if you've been if you've been going the same way to work every single day, same way, same way every single day, your perspective is limited to that road. And I, and I take the road. I know what I'm talking about. Your perspective is limited. But when you go and get a reading, when you tap into something like this and you start to say, huh, I never thought about it that way, Oracle. That sounds really good. I never thought about it that way, Dreamy. That sounds fantastic. Like when you start to see it, you can then believe it. See, most people, what they say, seeing is believing. That's how most people live. I'm a Pisces. Take a little bit different approach. I say believing is seeing. So you know, it's a bit opposite, but you get the point that by sitting down with a gifted uh, practitioner, you can actually take a look at, we can take a look at the cards, we can take a look at the whatever tools we're using or just energy reading, reading vibrations, whatever we do, auras, whatever, and say, here's some insight about this matter and here's some foresight about this matter. This is this perspective you walk away with, you walk away with whatever perspective you want to walk away with. And if you move on that, that is the becoming. See, scripture says at Joel chapter three and seven, it says that surely the Lord God will do nothing lest he reveals it first to his servants, the prophets. Mm. 
Surely the Lord God, the Lord God is the law of God, the, the, the universal law, this law of expansion and increase, this law that never sleeps nor slumbers. Surely the law will never do anything unless it first reveals it to its service to prophets. And the reason for that is because there has to be accountability. There has to be some way of, of kind of preparing the people, preparing the mind, preparing the resources, preparing the space. And so in God's justice, in spirit's divine presence, spirit says, let me prepare you, baby. Come here, come here, come do this. Go ahead and put your money into cryptocurrency. I get it. I know times are kind of tight, but I'm telling you, stuff is changing. Stuff is shifting. You should probably start investing in a different manner now. Do this, do that. I've been teaching about, let me tell you something. Back in 2013, I was in Washington, D.C. And I said, in 2013, I said the years of 2015 through 2020, I said are going to be the years of shifting, shaking, and shocking. 15 through 20. Shifting, shaking, and shocking. And do you know 2015, November of 2015, is when we had a new president elected, <laughs> November of 2015, the shift, right? 2016, 2017, 2018 was the shaking. 2019, stuff, well, actually, all that started shocking, but 2020 was the shocking. The shaking, mm -hmm. the shaking, and the shocking. And people who were not prepared were devastated. People who were not ready. I, I talked about herbalism and talked about getting your nutrition and stuff together. I have been preaching on this for years. For years. Get your body right. Get your nutrition together. Stop smoking. Stop doing this. Stop, stop destroying your temple. Been preaching on it for years. And come 2020, God forbid, those who didn't have it together, shocking. It's so important because surely the Lord God will do nothing lest he first reveal it to his servants, the prophets. I'm giving you this for a reason because you have right now on this podcast very gifted individuals, very gifted individuals who, who are here as, as, as servant leaders as servant leaders here to serve humanity, to move humanity to a higher echelon of being. That's what I do. That's what we do. Move us to a higher echelon of being. I say that my work is to get you to better, faster. And the reason why this is so important is because if you don't get better, oh God, who am I talking to? If you don't get better, then those that you're supposed to serve can't get better. And you, you remember mm -hmm. that stuff? Say, can't get right. <laughs> just, oh, something wrong with him. Just can't get right. You know, something wrong with it. If you don't get better, the people that you're supposed to serve can't get better. The people that they're supposed to serve can't get better. And it goes on. This is the definition of a generational curse. And I tell you now, I ain't having it. And so, I appreciate you saying that because bringing it back to the context of money and business, mm -hmm. what, you said, what you are saying applies directly to that. And business and making good business and what you want for all those that are listening that are trying to make good business, you want, like for me, myself, I, for, my, for the people that I work with, one thing I tell them is I never tell or provide or give you any lessons that I have not been through myself. That is the point of being a true leader is we have done the work. 
we have Mr. Rich, I'm abundance, I'm blessed. But the whole point is the energy exchange of that, the, the understanding, going and learning. And for these lessons and for these this, this series, this is what we are talking about. We're giving you some great information. We're passing on some knowledge that we have learned so that you can unlock your potential. And money is good. I mean, money is needed. There is this concept. Of course, I get it for certain people as healers. But I had to learn that myself. Now, don't get me wrong. I've always liked money. And I have always been a person to know how to get what I want. But understanding the value increases your potential. At this point in my life, when I can say I can sit down, I still worry a little bit. But for the most part, I know how to go into my spirituality and change. I know where to go and who I need to do. And at this point, I don't worry about that anymore. I am far more to be able to realize when I'm filing my taxes, how much more money I'm making now, um, even though I still need more. But just even to understand the energy, the flow, the understanding of money. I, 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 I never really was a person that really was into business. But oh, now? I pay attention to everything everything because I want to be able to get to spread my gift to the world. And I can't do that without without understanding how money works, without being abundant, without being rich. I need to spread my wealth over the world so that people can come to me. And there's a process. This is what money is. This is why numbers never end. This is the whole purpose of it. So you can reach the many people that you want to. You have a gift. You have a service that you want people to be able to tap into. Well, you need money for that. Yeah. Absolutely. And and, and I think I think that business is a very poignant word uh, to use here. A spirit because I, I I do a class called how to how to increase your spiritual business, and business is a really powerful word and i think that it's gotten in the spiritual communities it's gotten such a bad rap you know we call mm-hmm. it we call it all kinds of stuff we call it our 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 we're light workers or we're you know um divine such and such and so and so we're practitioners of the magical arts and and we have wonderful words <laughs> But it all sums down to, all comes down to business. Now, the reason why this word is so powerful is because what this word really means, to me at least, is the activity of spirit. Right. B- busyness, b- that's where the word comes from, busyness. It, don't mean, it, don't mean bu- it ain't business. It's busyness, right? Mm-hmm. If you ain't being active, in your great work practitioner, if you're not being active in your great work healer, if you're not being active in doing the great work, you better look up that term, the great work. Maybe it'll change your life. But if you're not being active in doing this great work, then you ain't busy. What are you doing? What are you doing with your life? What are you doing with this time? What are you doing with this brief breath in eternity? What are you doing? It's time to get busy. The busyness or the business that you do on a regular basis daily will serve you and it'll serve those that you serve. 
And that's the powerful thing about it. Even Christ said, I come to do my father's business. What are you doing? It's so important that we make this conscious shift into understanding who we really are and why we're here. It's so important because when, get this, when we start to understand that money in and of itself is a spiritual tool, hear me, your tarot cards are spiritual, your, your, your dowsing rods are spiritual, your healing Reiki symbols and hands and, you know, the spiral, the book of shadows, whatever you work with, it's all wonderful. Money is a magical spiritual tool. Mm-hmm. And you better have some on your altar. You better have some in your wallet or your pocketbook. You better keep some close to your heart. If you're a lady, you put some on your, you know, your bra down in the bra, whatever. Do what you got to do. <laughs> you and you and you keep it keep it activated in your consciousness. Keep it activated in your consciousness. Some people put it. You remember? You remember when you was a kid and your mom used to give you money and they used to put um, used to put the sock your money down in your sock. Did you used to do that? Three. Mm-hmm. You know, I put it in my sock. About. I put it in my shirt. I put it in my. I put money everywhere on it. That's more yeah, like when, I, when I was a kid, yeah. When I was a kid, I used to I used to have a big old tube socks that came all the way up my leg because my legs were real skinny, you know. And I used to put the money because I couldn't put it at the top because my legs were skinny and the sock would fall down because I'm running and playing out in, in, at, at school or something. The sock would roll down, or fall down. So I had to put the money at the bottom of my sock in like inside my shoe under my foot, you know in my sock, under my foot, so that even if the socks slide down, my money ain't going to fall out. So even as a kid, when I was like eight years old, I was walking on money. Mm-hmm. I'm walking on sunshine. And does it feel good? Hey! You know song? I, like, I was walking on money <laughs> at eight years old. I want you to do these kinds of things to keep the vibration, this magical element, this magical substance, this magical tool activated in your consciousness, whatever it takes, so that you start to understand as a spiritual practitioner, as a light worker, as a truth seeker, as a healer, as a psychic seer, whatever you do, that you are always activating this idea of a money consciousness or a prosperity consciousness in your life. This is what I teach. This is what I know. This is what I live. And so I am so glad to have been able to share this with you over the last hour. I'm so glad to just get us so into you, this understanding. I, I desire you to be so abundantly prosperous, so successful at what you do. I can see your name in lights right now. I love it. And I, and I desire it for you because I love you. I love you. But I love you better, Rich. <laughs> and so it is. And so in these last couple of moments, I'm so excited that he was here. But y'all wait in store because this ain't the last time you're going to hear this extraordinary man. As I said before, this is a four-part series where we're going to get into a lot of conversations. This first one was money because, of course, you need money to do things. That's the mindset I'm in right now. I need money. I need to be where the money reside. All of that. And especially for those that are trying to build nations and foundations. Let me tell y'all, before I end this live, my life 
I have been on fire when it comes to manifesting, creating abundance and all of that. And I want to bring to everyone that's listening to my voice, people that I know that have been a part of my journey of my abundance. Now, one thing about me is I'm always strategic. I want to go back to what he says. I plan every person that you have on here is a part of my money making team. But for those that are listening, I want to give you the keys whatever aspect that is to building a better life for yourself. And that starts by, as he said, finding the tools. And so I really appreciate you being on your master Oracle. As I said, this is not going to be the only time that you hear this gentleman. I'm doing a lot of other things as far as bringing content. There's going to be some comic book conversations. I'm also doing some conversations on what it means to be a witch and things spiritual so please tune in to these conversations. If you are listening, also please check Master Oracle out. Go ahead and, and tell the people where they can locate you at. Ashay. So if you would find me on Instagram, Instagram IG at the T-H-E Master Oracle. The Master Oracle all together. Uh, you can find me on IG. Send, when, when you follow me, send me a message so I know it's you. Tell me that you saw me on, on the on, on the show on um, or heard about me on Dreams Podcast. Um, so I can know, you know, where, where you came from. But uh, it's the Master Oracle on IG. You can also just book a quick session if you go to six minute fix. Six minute fix dot now dot site six minute fix dot now dot site and you could actually book a six minute fix where any question in six minutes i'll solve it for you it's done all right and let me tell you this man is an extraordinary being full of i mean he that that's his thing he's a money person you want to come to me and and we all have the different things we do but i my my gifts are protection of i want to make you a god that's his thing as well too but i i I work from helping people heal and get back to the beginning. And then this man can, he's an extraordinary person. And so I'm bringing people in here where I can have serious conversations about how to increase money, what's education, what's the law of things. In this time, in this, this being, this is a perfect time for us to start recreating everything, especially for spring. This is a rebirthing of everything. So if you're ready to get your life started, listen to this podcast, share it to your friends, and start getting things right with yourself. I want to end this segment, as I always do, um, with a little bit of words of encouragement from my guest. And I will speak some abundant words after that. And so, Master Oracle, if you have any last things to say. Ashe. Uh, so first of all, I want to say thank you for having me on board. Uh, I've I've been, I've really really enjoyed our conversations. We did uh, one called Love and Spirituality prior to this, but that that wasn't a part of the and Spirituality series. We got we kind of put pulled it in as a as a, a precursor. But Love and Spirituality, Money and Spirituality. Uh, we're going to be soon be talking about law and spirituality, education, and spirituality. There's so much that's coming here. And let me just share this with you. If you're smart, you will be on that education and spirituality and that law and spirituality. Uh -huh. Baby, when you hear the law and spirituality segment and where this is going, it's going to blow your mind. 
So please, please stay tapped in and stay turned on to what is happening with this podcast, what is happening now, because there's so much unfolding, so much good that's being offered to you and you take it and don't just don't just be a hearer, but be a doer also where you actually take this stuff and you start to apply some of the stuff that you heard, even in this message today about about. Uh, offering prosperity and sharing prosperity on the world, about investing so that it comes back to you tenfold, about positioning yourself so that you can be successful for the rest of your life. The rest of your life is going to be the best of your life. I promise you, I don't see it. All right? Anyway, guys, I love you and I love you better, Rich. Talk to you soon. This is the Master Oracle. Follow me on IG. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for being here. I asked the Mother Goddess and all creator for those that are listening even for us in this room to continue to encourage us to guide us and give us the strength and power to be all that we are to be and as i always end my stuff au revoir chabilla adios assalamu alaikum and peace and abundant blessings unto you